This is Monday Morning Meditations number 56 on the Rising Man podcast with Jetty Azuma. Every father should remember that someday his son will follow his example, not his advice. Good rising to you, family. Welcome to another installment of our Monday Morning Meditations on the Rising Man podcast. I'm your host and creator of this show, Jetty Azuma, dropping that morning heat at the top of your week just like that. But first, make sure you grab your ticket for our Call of the Warrior event coming up on September 7th here in LA. It's a one-day immersive experience with 100 men. We're igniting our masculine power through the ceremonial war dance of the Maori people, the Hakka. My brother, Leon Ruri, is joining us all the way out from Australia to teach us the Hakka, to teach us about its legacy, and to teach us how to perform it so we can all gather on Venice Beach at sunset, Saturday, September 7th. Mark your calendars. You can register now at rise.jettyazuma.com slash warrior to grab your ticket. Believe me, fellas, this is going to sell out and it's going to be epic. Make sure you are there. You don't want to miss it. Without further ado, the topic for today's Monday morning meditation, fathering men. If I've got one gripe with men's work, broad strokes here, so don't take any offense out there if you listen to this and think I'm talking to you or about you, is that a lot of it has become too soft. We've lost our edge. One of the greatest things that makes us men, our edge. We've given up our responsibility to hold ourselves and each other to the razor's edge. Sure, sometimes a man just needs to be embraced by his brother, to feel accepted, loved, and respected by another man. But if all we do is hold hands, hug each other, and sing happy songs together, then we're missing a golden opportunity to give each other the gift that nobody else in the world will give us. I mean that. We have an opportunity as men, as brothers, to give each other the gift that nobody else in our lives, in the world, can give to us. Something only one man can give to another man. And that's the edge, the razor's edge of a man's love. Let me pause this message to be transparent for a moment, because when I first began sitting in my men's circle, I was the most compassionate, hug you, love you, Gandhi out the ears kind of guy. Seeing men dress each other down and stand toe to toe with each other made me uncomfortable, literally made my heart race. And it made me question if I still wanted to be there for a while. I'm talking for at least the first six months to a year. It made me uncomfortable. And when I say edgy, most of the time it comes in the form of brutally honest feedback or piercing questions that expose real truth in a man. But sometimes, on rare occasions, I've seen men get physical with each other to work this energy out. And now, I know a lot of men are going to hear that and feel the same level of discomfort that I've felt because we've conditioned that out of each other. We've conditioned all of these layers of communication that we're capable of as men out of ourselves. As a society, we decided that men being physical with each other is bad. Let's give those kids the tension when they start wrestling to work it out. Instead of allowing them to express themselves physically and then embrace at the end of it. Right? So this is edgy stuff. 
This is stuff that we don't see every day. This is stuff that we're not taught in school, stuff that we need to reclaim the right to be edgy, the practice of being edgy with each other as men. It's important, especially when the rest of the world wants to make it cozy, fuzzy, love you, hug you type of stuff out there. It's a golden opportunity, a golden opportunity for us to treat each other like men with respect, with dignity, and with some edge, with some balls behind it. A lot of the work, a lot of the dialogue out there is very gentle. For good reason, because a lot of us men are not gentle with ourselves. A lot of us men need that gentleness from another man because we've never experienced that before. But if we only play that hand, then we're missing out on a major opportunity here. The whole point is that there is a range of support, I would even call it love, that only one man can give to another. In the legacy of men's work that I come from, we call it fathering. So what is the role of a father anyway? The simple definitions that I've adopted are that a father prepares his son for the world, and a father models the man that his daughter will one day marry. Fathering men? We're talking about preparing each other for the world. Going into the gladiator ring, sparring with each other, mentally, physically, emotionally, so that we are ready for whatever the world throws at us. The reason I decided to speak on this topic is because I keep seeing how many men, usually those new to men's circles and men's work, are terrified to call another man out or to be called out by another man. Confrontation amongst men is what makes us sharp. There's a saying, iron sharpens iron. Conflict is what hardens us, scars us, and prepares us for the world that ain't so friendly out there. I don't know if you've realized yet, but the world is not so forgiving. Sure, it's uncomfortable. It rattles the ego and makes the heart rate sore. But what's wrong with that? Is it so bad for us to be uncomfortable, on our heels, on our edge, the edge of our seat, feeling our heart rate go up, feeling your armpits get sweaty? Is that so bad? There are plenty of challenges in life that are going to be uncomfortable. Plenty of battles to be fought where the stakes are real and the consequences are significant. But when we circle up, we bring our edge. We commit to preparing each other for the world because the stakes inside of our circle are nothing like what it means out there in the world. When you have to provide for a family, when you have to be a leader for your children, for your partner, for your parents, whoever it is. Inside the circle is the safest place to fail. It's the safest place for us to try on these skills, to go head-to-head with each other. Because we're not trying to cut each other deep, but we are taking aim. We are firing away because it's simulating what we're going to experience out there in the world, everywhere else in our lives. And whether you're an actual father to a child or not, you have the opportunity. No, you have the responsibility to be a father to the boys, the girls, men, and women in your life. Starting with the men in your life. Practice fathering them. Don't solve their problems for them. Teach them to think critically and problem solve for themselves. Ask questions instead of giving answers. Don't listen to a man complain about his circumstances. Challenge him to be in the solution, to become the solution to the problem. Don't say something to make another man feel better. Tell him what he needs to hear. Because 99% of people in his life won't tell him those things. Be of service to this man. Take a risk. Be willing to go where no one else is willing to go for that man. That's brotherhood. That's taking care of your men. That's what it means to be a father. 
And if you're looking to sharpen your edge and prepare yourself for the world, look no further than what we've got coming up in the fall with our Rising Man events. I'm so excited about these guys. It's going to be an epic fall. As we mentioned at the top of the show, we've got our Call of the Warrior event coming up on September 7th in Los Angeles. We're teaming up with Sacred Sons, Conscious Man Brotherhood, Alpha Tribe, Man Tribe, men from all over California doing this type of work together on the beach, Venice Beach, Saturday, September 7th, performing the Hakka together, led by my brother, Leon Ruri, the founder of Hakka for Life out in Australia, an organization committed to putting an end to male suicide. It's going to be epic. So grab your ticket right now at rise.jediazuma.com slash warrior. Also, if you are looking to go deeper, to get connected to your purpose, to get more clarity around what you're here for, to mark your passage into manhood with ceremony and prayer, we've got our second compass crew organizing and arranging itself for a four-day vision fast that will be happening between October 25th and November 2nd. We've got a few calls leading up to that that are going to start in the middle of September, and then we're going to conclude sometime around the holidays with our incorporation period after the fast so that you get prepared to go out and fast on your own, have your experience, bring your medicine back and incorporate it into your life. It's a powerful process. You've heard me talk about it a lot here on the podcast when it comes to rites of passage, to initiation. Here's your opportunity to get involved, to commit to on a higher level to your mission, to your purpose in this life. If you're interested, send me a direct message on Facebook or Instagram for more information. We've got a link to a recording that myself, Phil Gomez, and Sean Barry, my co-facilitators, co-guides, we recorded an informational call about Compass and what it means to go out and fast, some frequently asked questions. So if you guys want to see that, we've got that available for you. We'll put that in the show notes. We'll send it out to you if you give me a message on Instagram or Facebook. We want you guys to be there. It's a huge part of our mission is to see a world where men have been initiated into manhood. So don't miss out on that opportunity. We've only got a few spots left. They're filling up fast, fellas, so make sure you get on board. Please subscribe to the Rising Man Podcast wherever you're listening to us, wherever they allow you to hit a subscribe button, hit a follow button, hit a whatever button it is that gets you paying attention to when episodes are coming out so you don't miss us every Monday, every Thursday, dropping those episodes for you. While you're at it, please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes because we're making a concerted effort to boost our ratings, to boost our number of reviews so we can keep rising the charts and attracting high-powered guests to the Rising Man show. So please do that. It's a very simple way for you to keep contributing to the Rising Man movement and to give back to the podcast and to other men out there who haven't found out about us yet. Appreciate you guys in advance for doing that. Special shout outs to my Rising Man power team, Sean Offenbach, Rowan Tyne, Mark Rose, and Julian Subic. Everybody out there needs a team as strong as mine. But your team ain't strong as mine, is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) I love you, fellas. Thank you so much for everything you guys are doing. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny.